from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's football Friday here at Wager Talk. Welcome the way you talk here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome Zumo viewers, Stir viewers, Pluto TV viewers, iHeartRadio Network listeners, and all those consuming this on their various podcast outlets. Welcome. This is your Sports Central for betters. My name is Ted Savransky. They call me Teddy Covers at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. Joined by my co-host and good friend Ralph Michaels at CalSportsLV on Twitter. And let's get Right into it. We have a loaded show today. Dave Sharapin from CG Technology joining us at the bottom of the hour. We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk college hoops. And of course, there's four big NFL playoff games this weekend to break down and a national championship game in college football to talk about for Monday night. But we like to start the show the same way every day. We call it BBBBBB, bad beats, bad bets, bad for the books. We also throw in some hot topics there. And the lead story today, Ralph is a hot topic. That is Mike Leach to Starkville. I didn't see that one coming. Did you? Leach's track record, Texas Tech, Washington State, both the same kind of programs. Afterthoughts in their respective conferences, looking to get to respectability. And Mike Leach did that at both locations. Does that funky offense work in the SEC? Because Mississippi State's in the same boat, bottom tier, trying to get back to respectability. Does Leach push the buttons for you? And were you as surprised as I was about this move? I heard rumors last week, Teddy, so someone must have leaked some sort of story. I'm surprised because Joe Moorhead got released not because of the job he did, but because of the way the program was heading. They had issues with some of the kids. And Mike Leach is not the disciplinarian. What does he do? He goes after his players on certain occasions. Had to leave Texas Tech because of some um, concussion questions. But my question was this, which I said out on Twitter. You know, when someone goes out and beats Joe Burrow's passing record, is that person now going to be a Heisman candidate? Anthony Gordon led the country this year. Garden Minshew was number two in the country last year. Luke Falk was number four in 2016. Uh, I will say this. His only trial in the SEC was back as the Kentucky OC, and he did turn Tim Couch into a Heisman finalist into the player of the year, and into the number one draft choice for the Browns. I'll take Mike Leach under three and a half years in Starkville. Uh, I don't know if he makes it the full four. Uh, I think it's going to be a tough, you know, the offenses that work in the Big 12 and work in the Pac-12, I'm not convinced uh, that they're going to work, or in the Pac-10, I should say, that I'm not convinced they're going to work in the SEC in 2020. You know, different era now than when uh, Tim Couch was winning Heisman's. Uh, in uh, so that was a long time ago, man. <laughs> so let's talk about what happened last night in college hoops. And, you know, Michigan, easy cover, minus five and a half, right? Well, not so much. Brutal beat if you took the points. Wolverines tied at the end of regulation, tied at the end of the first overtime. They win by six in double overtime, covering the closing spread of minus five and a half. Ouch. I had to go to the database, Teddy. College basketball, I went back to 2017, 11.7%. So 12% of the teams laying four and a half or more in overtime cover. So a very small percentage. 
<laughs> happens one and eight, and it happened last night. Uh, so Gonzaga has moved to number one in college basketball, and they might be at number one for a while. There's not a whole lot of competition for them in the West Coast Conference. Yeah, St. Mary's might give them a game. BYU might give them a game. One of those two teams could beat Gonzaga once this year. But when you're playing this level of competition and you're Gonzaga, you might be number one for a while. 44-point win at San Diego yesterday. That was impressive. You are going to be number one the rest of the year. And so if you think you want to bet Gonzaga as a future, just do it now because the lines are only going to go down less and less with them as they will be a number one seed. As you said, they go to BYU February 22nd. They go to St. Mary's February 8th. And in both of those the games, they're going to be at least a five or six point favorite. Yeah, I mean, they, they have a chance to get upset in one of those two games. I don't know that anyone else from the West Coast Conference is a real, realistic shot, even if they bring their A game uh, of beating uh, the Zags. We talked about this yesterday in Big Game Breakdown, talking about how the Celtics were a team that were probably going to come with a fair bit of focus <laughs> on the second of back-to-backs after they got annihilated at home by San Antonio and then got ripped by Coach Brad Stevens after the game. And all the quotes were, we're going to come to play. And they did. They came out in the first half. They were up 15 at one point in the first half. They covered first half number. Second half, not so much. Philly, uh, without Embiid, had a little bit of a chip on their shoulder last night. And it showed Boston did not play well down the stretch at all. They blew that 15-point lead and more. Sixers get the win. Sixers get the money. Celtics first half good. Celtics full game, not so good. Boston on a losing streak. Keep that thought in mind. Boston doesn't quite have the depth of some other teams. You find them in that situation again. Perhaps first half Boston is the way to go the next time they're in that role. Yeah, I wish I had done first half yesterday. I did full game. It didn't do my bankroll a whole lot of good. Wrong team favored last night, legitimately. The the OKC Thunder, we talked about it on yesterday's show, the number one point spread team in the NBA, on fire, rallying from behind, dominating opponents, and not getting the betting market respect. Well, what happened? Russell Westbrook returned to OKC. The fans loved him. They gave him MVP chance. (laughs) And his team got destroyed. (laughs) The Thunder thumped the Rockets wire to wire. That one was over, you know, halftime, midway through the third quarter. Not much resistance in the road favorite. OKC now 11-2, and two, their last 13 as a dog. You talked about best in the NBA, Teddy. They're six games clear of number two. 25-12 and 12 against the spread, that's 68%. Next best team, Miami, 22-15, and 15, only 59% ATS. And Boston was three on that list. I'm not convinced they are anymore after a couple of losses. Chemistry concerns in Cleveland? Well, maybe they were a little overblown. The Cavs win, rally from behind to beat Detroit in overtime. Chemistry concerns in Portland? Coming off a big win like they had? No show last night? That, a giant red flag for the Blazers moving forward in this better season. We're going to talk NFL props coming up next. Stay on the grid. Wait, you're talking. 
NFL season is now upon us, so you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her. Each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall. Plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. So we started doing wager talk here on the Sports Grid TV network at the beginning of football season. This is our first football season, and we've grown. This show has really grown. We want to thank you for helping us grow. We're trying to grow bigger. The network is trying to grow bigger. We need your help. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. That's all fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Find us on Instagram at Sports Grid TV. We need follows. We need likes. We need we need retweets, and we genuinely appreciate it. Help us help you. Again, on YouTube at SportsGrid Network, on Instagram at SportsGrid TV. We're going to talk prop shop in just a minute. We went, went through a bunch of props for Saturday's games yesterday. We'll talk Sunday's games today. But first, I want to talk about the national championship game. And look, most of Monday's show is going to be dedicated to the national championship game. We're not going to go deep into it today. But the comments I'm seeing, this comes from an article from David Purdom on ESPN Chalk today. Here's a quote from Jason Scott from BetMGM. 
Quote, the last time we've seen such a one-sided betting event was Conor McGregor versus Floyd Mayweather in 2017. Of course, the Party public- at Teddy's house. Yeah, the public was all over the wrong side of that one. All right, Nick Bogdanovich for William Hill. Quote, right now it's all LSU. Current money is about eight to one in favor of LSU and tickets are four to one in favor of LSU. Jeff Davis, uh, director of risk, uh, risk director for Caesars. Quote, we're going to need Clemson for a whole pile. He compared it to Super Bowl 47 between the Seahawks and the Broncos. Quote, the amount of money on Denver from the public was ludicrous. The sharp guys couldn't get enough of Seattle. I don't want to say this game has that feel because there hasn't been as much Clemson from the sharp guys, but the public is all over the favorite LSU in this ball game. Of course, public was all over McGregor. Huh? That didn't work out so well. All over the Broncos. That didn't work out so well. They're all over LSU on Monday night, Ralph. Well, Teddy, it's basically what have you done for me lately? And the public remembers watching those two games, LSU rolling through Oklahoma and Clemson being down at halftime. Uh, that's the difference between pros and Joes. The pros knows that means there's value on Clemson. The Joes just think LSU's that superior of a team. Sure, sure. You need some short-term memory, <laughs> but long-term memory helps, and not overreacting to one game helps. Remember, the look-ahead line for the national championship game prior to the semifinals was LSU minus one against Clemson. Now that line is minus six. Let's talk prop shop for the NFL on Sunday. Again, we ran through a bunch of stuff uh, for Saturday on yesterday's show. And uh, let's start uh, in Kansas City. All right. Well, uh, take a look at Deshaun Watson. Over under 259 and a half passing yards. Touchdowns over under one and a half. Minus 110 either way. Interesting Deshaun Watson props, Ralph. Teddy, I, I want to go through one thing before we go into that Houston game. As, as we did earlier in some of the bowl games, I think forecasting a yardage is very important before you do that. I've been doing this for years. I think I've had some success doing it. And I just want to run down my yardages for the two games yesterday and the two games today before we go into specifics. Excellent. I have Baltimore with a 400 to 298 yard edge. So think about that if you're going to make any player props. Again, I'm not sure I'm right, but it gives you another gauge that hopefully you think there's some expertise involved. And I have San Francisco with a 380 over a 298 yard edge over Minnesota. Those were games we talked about yesterday. In this KC-Houston game, I have Kansas City with 440 yards against Houston with 328 yards. So basically, in all three of these games, there's a pretty substantial differential between what you're expecting from the favorite versus what you're expecting from the underdog. At least there's how the offense is going to move and what kind of yards they're going to get in favor of the favorites. All three of them had 80, 90, 100-plus yard differentials based on your numbers. Yeah, they had 100, 182 in the San Fran game. So, and, and you look at the yardage, and that's based on average yards per team, average yards allowed per team, and then what the opponents played and what they allowed their other opponents' averages. So it was based on the averages of the averages. So, you know, it is an in-depth process of three steps, but it, it gives you, I think you got a cleaner 
guesstimate of what you're going to have. So, again, I don't do any player props without those. You know, moving to the Houston, I have Houston with 328 yards. Now, this is a situation where I believe Houston's going to have to pass early because they think they have to. Uh, I think they have to keep up with Kansas City. If Houston gets behind, you know they're going to have to pass with Kansas City. In this instance, I do like Watson over that 259. And what about his one and a half touchdowns? Minus 110 either way. Any opinion there? No, I'm indifferent there because if they're short touchdowns, they are going to hand it off. I think that number's right and, and no opinion on that. DeAndre Hopkins, 83 and a half receiving yards over under Watson's favorite target. And of course, we still don't know yet officially whether Will Fuller is going to suit up this weekend for Houston. We don't. And, and it's and it's a big mix. Hopkins, you know, Hopkins numbers, I think uh, I would lean with the over on Hopkins. Yeah, he's one guy I'm not willing to bet under because <laughs> he can do that on one play uh, if he gets the opportunity in space. And of course, the Chiefs defense, while their pass rush has been there, they have been vulnerable to big play, quick strike touchdowns for extended portions of the season. Patrick Mahomes over under 23 and a half completions. And of the eight quarterbacks playing this weekend, only one of them has an over under of two touchdown passes. Everyone else at one and a half with juice. Patrick Mahomes over under two TDs with the over juiced to minus 130. Well, you look at Patrick Mahomes down the stretch. Completions, 19, 15, 26 against New England, 27 against Denver, 23 Chicago, 16. Kansas City does not have to pass the ball. Kansas City's happy running the ball. This is still Andy Reid running the team. I would actually lean Mahomes under that, expecting KC to have the lead and playing from in front. I wouldn't argue with that at all. So uh, the Chiefs' top two receivers, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Kelsey's lined at 78 and a half uh, with his overrunner. These, of course, are Westgate Superbook numbers. Uh, Tyreek Hill lined at 80 and a half receiving yards. Any interest in either of those two props when it comes to in the last, Kansas City's pass catch? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. In the Kelsey's last 12 games, he has only gone over that number three times, Teddy. That has me leaning to the under with Kelsey. No opinion on Hill. And total sacks for both teams, four and a half over minus 160. Do we see the pass rush or do we see the escapability from these quarterbacks? Hey, it's still Deshaun Watson. I have to would go over. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So the Texans have had uh, more than their fair share of taking sacks so far this season. Let's talk Green Bay, Seattle. Russell Wilson over under 21 and a half completions, over under one and a half TDs, over minus 120. I like Russell Wilson under there. I have Green Bay 360 yards, Seattle 340 yards for the game. So expecting a much more competitive contest in the Packers Seahawks. Wilson's favorite two targets DK Metcalf over under 67 and a half, Tyler Lockett. Over under 65 and a half receiving yards. Boy, Metcalf's come up big and he's gone to him lately in some big throws. I think people still don't respect Metcalf enough. I think he gets the single coverage. Therefore, I would back him. I wouldn't talk you out of that. Aaron Rodgers, 247 and a half uh, total passing yards. Aaron Jones, 75 and a half rushing yards is his over under. Any opinion on either of those two? Aaron Rodgers was what, 270? 247 and a half. 
247, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. His last eight games, he's gone over once. That was the Detroit game at 323 yards. That has me leaning under. Aaron Jones has topped 103 of his last four. I think they'll rely on Jones. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see Aaron Jones get a whole lot of rushing yards in that ballgame. That's the prop of the group that stands out to me the most. Last but not least, total combined sacks in Green Bay. Over under four and a half, the over minus 140. Uh, much better at home, pa- uh, Packers sack percentage. Wilson will run the ball, get some one or two yards instead of getting sacks. I like the under. Big game breakdowns coming up next. Wager talk continues. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to Daily Roto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf optimizer. Don't lay up. 
Go for the green with Daily Roto. Head to dailyroto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven-day golf membership. That's dailyroto.com, promo code GREEN for your free trial. dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. We have college hoops to talk about tonight. We have NBA to talk about tonight, but I want to make sure we get one last look at the four NFL playoff games for this weekend. And we've broken them down in detail throughout the course of the week. We'll go quick hitter style today, but nonetheless, we're going to talk about them. That starts in Santa Clara on Saturday afternoon, late Saturday afternoon, where the 49ers are seven-point favorites against the Vikings. And Ralph, I saw a pretty good angle that you came up with this morning talking about teams in the postseason coming off an OT win and heading on the highway the following week. You would think the knee-jerk is, oh, they got lucky, they're exhausted, now they got to go face a real team on the road. It's not going to be pretty. The results, however, show something very, very different when we talk about this particular type of road underdog. Eddie, I'm going to give you four different angles right now that all point towards Minnesota. But that doesn't mean I'm on Minnesota. I'm indifferent in this game. But these are questions you're going to get asked or you're going to hear people talk about. Teams off an overtime road win in the playoffs going back to 2001, 8-1-1 against the spread. We've heard a lot about Minnesota playing Sunday and then Saturday. Teams with five days rest against an opponent that had a bye week like Minnesota and San Francisco going back to 2001. The road team on only five days rest is actually seven and six against the spread. Teams like San Francisco that won four or fewer games the year before, you're making a big jump from a losing team to a playoff team. When they are a favorite of a dog or less than six, they're one and 16 against the spread. That's the Giants. And oh yeah, by the way, let's not forget, this 49ers team has not covered as a home favorite of over six since 2013. They're 0-8 as a home favorite of six or more. Those are some quick hitters that are eye-popping numbers. Do any of those turn the dial for you, Teddy? Yeah, they all turn the dial for me. Of course, you were talking about the, you said the Giants, but I think you meant the 49ers. 49ers, uh, yes, favorite. thank you. Yeah, yep. uh, and, uh, and San Fran, even this year, where they've been an undervalued commodity all year, and they were good enough to win the number one seed in the NFC, San Fran is home favorites. Losing point spread record. Uh, number of playoff career wins. Kirk Cousins, one. Jimmy Garoppolo, zero. I like the Minnesota side here. Uh, don't love them, but I absolutely like them. I would only look at the Vikings plus the points. Eddie, since 1983, there have been 17 teams to score over 510 points in an NFL regular season like Baltimore has. Only one has gone on to win the Super Bowl. That was the 2000 Rams. Baltimore in a rare roll with the bye. They're a 10-point home favorite, a total of 47 against the Tennessee Titans. So from a side standpoint, this game is very hard for me, and I'll tell you why. All right. I've stepped in front of Baltimore a handful of times this year, and man, I got my teeth kicked in. I mean, they weren't close. (laughs) I've watched really good defenses. 
and really good coordinators try to match up against Lamar Jackson, the Ravens offense. Think about the Wade. I mean, Wade Phillips, a pretty good defensive mind, you know, uh, and has shut down quarterbacks like uh, Lamar Jackson in the past. Not this year. I don't know how the Titans stop the Ravens. I really don't. And that makes me very reluctant to look at Tennessee as an underdog in this one, uh, even though I believe that the Titans didn't even play their A game last week in New England. I think they have a better game in them. But from a defensive standpoint, I can't fathom how Tennessee is going to contain Jackson. And remember, in their playoff home loss last year to the Chargers in the opening round, all right, they uh, Baltimore had, I think, 50 yards of offense going to the fourth, and they scored a couple of touchdowns, garbage time TDs. But they did nothing offensively in that game. And L.A. stacked. Everyone in the box said Lamar Jackson beat us deep. And he couldn't. This year, I think he can. The Kansas City Chiefs are a a nine-and-a-half-point favorite. There's a total of 51. Andy Reid prepares his team with rest. There's no question. He's 19-9 ATS with extra time to prep. But let's also remember... At home, at Arrowhead, the Chiefs are 1-7 straight up in ATS at home in the playoffs. Again, only one straight-up win, one ATS cover their last eight playoff games. Is that relevant for these guys this year? I think the winner of this game wins the Super Bowl. Okay, so that's where I'm starting at. That's Houston's upside, and that's most assuredly Kansas City's upside. So uh, I'll be looking to support the winner of this game against the winner of the Ravens-Titans game. Uh, in the AFC Championship game, I'm confident, uh, assuming that there's no disaster when it comes to value, uh, that I will be making that choice in the AFC title game. But I'm a Chiefs believer. I believe in Kansas City's defense, and I will certainly not step in front of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and, you know, the team that was there last year and uh, just couldn't get it done. You know, I, I have no interest in stepping in front of Kansas City. All that being said, of all the playoff teams, Texans face the toughest schedule. Okay, so they are truly battle-tested. Based on my numbers, it's not even close. Last week, Houston faced adversity, looked it right in the eye, and came out the other side with smiles. And they're catching a whole lot of points against a team that they've shown they can compete with. Hard game for me, not one I'm going to bet. In the history of the NFL, there are probably only a handful of teams that can say they went on the road and won eight games straight up, which is what Seattle's done. Seven regular season games, add in a playoff game. We know Seattle doesn't make mistakes. We know Russell Wilson knows what to do in the clutch. We know their defense is great at keeping people out of the scoring. They're a good red zone defense. That's the reason Seattle in their playoff appearances have gone 15-1 and as a six-point teaser. Your take on Green Bay laying four and a half, a total of 47. So there'll be a teaser killer on the card this weekend, <laughs> maybe two. So be aware of that. Green Bay certainly hasn't been beating teams by margin. And Seattle has certainly been an extraordinarily good road team this year. But from a situational standpoint, I can't get there with Seattle this week. I really can't. You play the barn burner against Arizona at home. You play another barn burner with the division on the line against San Fran. You go on the road and play this grueling slobber knocker of a game against the Eagles last week. And just like we talked about earlier in the show, where 
LSU looked great because they played Oklahoma. We're in a whole lot of other playoff teams that Seattle was going to beat last week, except for Philadelphia. And the fact that they beat the Eagles with Josh McCown and a busted hamstring, you know, uh, and their injury. I mean, the, the Seahawks injury report is brutal. Four of their five starting linemen couldn't practice earlier in the week. I mean, it's not a situation where I'm expecting Seattle to bring their A game. And I think Green Bay is the undervalued come of the two teams. Green Bay is the one that is not being fully respected in the markets yet. I look at the Packers in the finale on Sunday. Let's talk a little college hoops for tonight. A couple of marquee matchups on national TV. On Friday night, I like the trend. Uh, Let's start with a Big Ten showdown. Maryland, minus one and a half, total of 146 on the road against the Iowa Hawkeyes. Iowa is all offense and no defense, and they're a unique matchup for a lot of teams. You have two guards over six foot, including a six foot three Frederick. Your front line is six six, six ten, and Luke Garza, a dynamic player at six foot eleven. I think Maryland struggles with the size, with that size. You look at the Terps this year, 13 and 2 straight up. All 13 wins at home and on neutral settings. Both losses at Penn State, at Seton Hall. I clearly have Iowa in that same range as Penn State. That was a 76-69 loss. So you're looking at uh, the home dog in that one, if I understood your analysis correctly. Correct? Yes. Yes, sir. (laughs) The Hawkeyes, plus one and a half, might be worthy of a look. The nightcap on FS1 is a Big East show. Man, the Big East is just brutal this year. There's no weaklings. You know, when, when DePaul gets good, all of a sudden, like, who do you bet? I'm having a big problem in the Big East because I can't find anyone I want to bet against. Butler laying a point and a half, total 127 and a half at Providence. And the Friars have stepped it up of late. I love Ed Cooley's squad. They've been moneymakers in recent weeks. Can they take care of business as home dogs against Butler tonight? Four straight wins for Providence include Texas, Georgetown, DePaul, and Marquette. They burned me. I actually had Marquette at home. Providence won that game in overtime. Uh, The difference, though, to me, Butler is an elite defense. Butler has just been shut down under Lavelle Jordan. Their only loss this year was a road game at Baylor. They lost that 53-52. to You know, as you said, in the Big East, you potentially have seven Teams making the postseason, Seton Hall, Providence, Butler, Villanova, Marquette, Xavier, Creighton, probably just Georgetown, DePaul, and St. John's on the outside looking in. And Georgetown's looked pretty good. St. John's, prior to the last couple games, has looked pretty good. Uh, I mean, there's not a lot of weaknesses in that conference. Real real quick, uh, let me talk NBA uh, for tonight. Pelicans and the Knicks on national TV, the ESPN showdown. Injury problems for New York continues. They won't have Julius Randle tonight. A personal situation. They won't have Marcus Morris either. New Orleans has shown a lot of bet on potential in recent weeks. The Pelicans might be worth a look. First half or full game in Madison Square Garden this evening. When we come back, we'll get a deep dive with Dave Sherapin from CG Sportsbook. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant, just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the Wind Down Tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel-good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you. Something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. Welcome back to Wager Talk here at the Sports Grid TV Network. And this is one of my favorite segments of the week. It really is. On Fridays, we get to bring in Dave Sharapan, who's a lead risk analyst and odds maker over at CG Sportsbooks here in Las Vegas. He's an excellent guest, and he gives us a real feel for some of the decision-making processes and what's going on on the other side of the counter. Let's bring him in. Dave Sharapan, welcome to Wager Talk. Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, I think the statute of limitation runs out on Happy New Year, but it's the first time we've spoken since the New Year, so Happy New Year to you guys. Well, thank Thanks, you so Dave. much. We appreciate that. And before we get into the NBA on TNT, uh, NBA and ESPN for tonight and NFL playoff breakdowns, Ralph's got some TNA he wants to bring up right here, right now. What do you got for us, Ralph? Teddy, we left the last segment. You talked about the Pelicans being red hot. I just want to take that a step further, and we're going to ask Dave where the money's come in. But the Pelicans now have covered eight straight games. And more importantly to me, 
is that the average line in those games was plus 2.6. They've been a dog on average the last eight games. They've won those games by 7.7 points per game. So the average cover over 10 points per game in 8-0 angle with an average cover of 10 points per game is much stronger than an 8-0 angle with an average cover of two or three points where there's a lot of close games you're winning by a point or two. So for our viewers, a big difference when you look at the margin in those ATS games. And Dave, why don't you just continue? Tell us about the Pelicans and Knicks game. So the line is four and a half on the Pelicans on the road in Madison Square Garden. And I don't know, Ralph, I guess uh, people must know or people are paying attention because the betting the Pelicans to continue that streak in a game with two teams that are, I mean, 13 and 25 and 10 and 28, surprisingly um, kind of close records, but maybe not currently. They're betting the Pelicans um, pretty one-sided for a game between two kind of lower-tier teams. I mean, the, the for what it's worth, the Pelicans are talking playoffs, and I think there are, what, three games out in the West, maybe only two and a half games out of the uh, number eight seed in the Western Conference. So uh, for as bad as their record is, it's clear the Knicks are worse, and the betting markets are telling us that uh, today with New Orleans is a four-and-a-half-point road favor. Has that been a one-sided action game where it's all New Orleans money, or are you seeing anybody uh, looking at the Knicks at the plus price. No, it's been all one-sided. Um, hard to believe that the line's four and a half on the road, but, I mean, with the trend like Ralph just saying, I guess you can kind of see it, but uh, the NBA, when you start laying points on the road, especially more than a bucket, uh, you, you're taking a bigger risk than just one ten, I think. Uh, let's talk about the nightcap in that NBA on ESPN doubleheader for tonight. That, of course, the Lakers and the Mavericks, both teams dealing with injury issues. Lakers won't have AD tonight uh, and Dallas playing without Porzingis. The Vegas has been a Lakers town. Is that the case in terms of the betting action for this evening uh, at the CG Sportsbook? So far, Teddy, this one's dead even, surprisingly, with uh, tickets. And with money, which is very rare for a Lakers game. But obviously the Mavericks, you know, 23 and 14 on the season right there. Um, no Porzingis really didn't have much of a factor um, into the line, surprisingly. Sitting to a short money line and um, just one of those things that this is going to change drastically with a 645 start. Um, but right now, it's a no decision, almost a black, black game for the book. Dave, you know, thank God for Fox Sports 1 for on Friday night, college basketball fans. For those that don't know, they now have a Big Ten, Big East doubleheader. The Max playing some Friday night games. Any of those games drawing any interest on a Friday night college basketball card? Uh, right now with us, actually, the Maryland-Iowa game has been you know, the biggest handle game. Um, we got minus two on top with Maryland being a road favorite and seeing some decent play actually on the dog, the home dog there. So um, feels like that line is probably going to go back down. So if you're looking at Iowa, probably two is a good number to grab. And then the other really game of any significance as far as betting has been uh, Butler and Providence. 
And I tell you what, Butler's a one-and-a-half-point favorite, and you just see it all the time this season, especially with a ranked team, short number, uh, against a team that, I mean, Providence has a winning record, but it's, you know, not that impressive. And uh, pretty one-sided on the team that's ranked laying the short number. Even some situations where they're getting points, and um, the other side feels like it's gotten there more than it hasn't in those situations. Sure. I mean, uh, Ralph talked earlier in the show about how we liked Iowa uh, as a home dog. So at plus two, you can get it right now at the CG Sportsbooks. That's not likely to last all that much longer. And the other game, obviously, another one where the winner likely to cover the point spread. All right, enough of this hoops, enough of this yip-yap. Let's get into the games that everybody really wants us to break down. And that, of course, the four NFL playoff games this weekend and the national championship game on Monday. And let's go in order. We'll start with San Fran and Minnesota. The Vikings coming off that overtime win. Ralph listed off a whole bunch of trends and angles that favor Minnesota plus the points in this game. Kirk Cousins with more playoff wins in his career than Jimmy Garoppolo has. What are you dealing in terms of San Fran and Minnesota side and total? And what kind of action have you seen on this game? So we're right now currently at seven. Niners minus seven. The total's 44 and a half. Um, earlier in the week, we had uh, some play on minus six and a half on the Niners. Today, we took a mid five figure bet on the Vikings plus the seven. Um, I see us kind of sitting on seven the rest of the way. It's going to kind of flip-flop, assuming the, the, the Niners' money is coming. But right now, uh, the play has been on the more money has come on the Vikings plus the seven, and even on the plus 250 on the money line. The total is being bet under, expecting a defensive battle. I mean, we're at 44-and-a-half, and it feels like that one's going south uh, pretty quick. It'll probably be 44 43 and a half at some point. I would the way it looks and feels right now. So let, let me ask you real quick as a follow-up question: Is there anything resembling a sharp square divide on this game? Pros on one side, Joe's on the other. Or is it just really just two-way action so far, and nothing uh, that uh, that stands out in that regard? Really, um, you know, they laid the six and a half, and that was the the only real indication that seven was probably just going to be the number. And now at seven, it's actually um, more close as far as tickets and stuff. And even, you know, who's playing it, it's not moving. So, yeah, it hasn't been any indication of that at all um, with this game. Even like in the parlays, they're alarmingly close as far as being selected (laughs) in parlays and stuff. Teasers, teasers, though, you can, you can, this is leg one of teasing the favorite team down and money lines um, leg one of the favorite parlay that gets there. If it gets there to the third, to the fourth game, it's going to be a very interesting day uh, come Sunday afternoon. Well, you know, the, the Saturday nightcap, uh, Teddy's going to yell at you guys on Monday. If you like Tennessee and you didn't grab 10 now, if you like Baltimore, you didn't lay nine and a half. Both numbers are out there. Where are you currently, and what total do you have as well? So just before we uh, we got on the call here, we were at nine and a half, and just like you said, someone laid it, so we're at ten even 
right now on the Ravens. So if you take the Titans, you got you get 10 points, but you got to lay 120. Currently going to bounce around with that. And another game where the line is really dictating the action and no one has really played it strong one way or the other. Um, the total here, again, surprisingly for an NFL game, is being played under. And we're down to 47. Continues to get that play. But the Ravens um, on the money line is by far the most selected of all of them as far as uh, parlays and different things like that. The Ravens are like the shoe-in, can't lose at least straight upside of all the four games. Uh, just real quick about that total. is that? Do you think that's going to continue to go down? And is that one of these deals where it's a heavy under money or is it a little bit of under money at the beginning, and now it's kind of seeing two-way action. The the big play came at under 48, Teddy. Uh, pretty respected player played it under. Um, that was the first number we had. Got the 47 now. Feels like um, it's going to continue to drift that way. So I don't know. I haven't seen the actual weather report for sure yet, but with the talk of the wind, and things like that, I'm assuming it's going to continue to get played under. The impression I got was it was supposed to be drizzling, but the wind wasn't going to be a factor. Let's move over to Sunday's games. We'll talk about the Chiefs and the Texans. And this, one of the higher point spreads and the highest total on the board for this weekend. What kind of action are you seeing at CG Sportsbook? Right now, nine and a half on the Chiefs. Um, Really good two-way. Again, here with this one, they took 10. Laid nine and a half, back and forth. Um, surprisingly, right now for straight bets, we would need the Chiefs to cover the number. Kind of got ahead of there, uh, got ahead of that one. Fifty-one is the total. It's being bet over, like it's going to be a shootout uh, midday in Kansas City. Final game on the board. You know, we've talked about San Fran being seven, Baltimore nine and a half, ten, Kansas City nine and a half, and you have a Green Bay Packers team that I opened up as little as three and a half, I believe, in some places. Now four and four and a halves. Is that disrespect for Green Bay? Is that respect for the Seattle Seahawks? Or is it a mixture? Tell us about Green Bay and Seattle. So this one was really interesting compared to the other three because of the you know the more reasonable point spread, so to say. We opened three and a half, laid it, went to four, they took it. And then sitting at four, we had... Uh, Pretty sharp player, uh, lay the four for a mid-five figure bet to get us to the four and a half. So sitting at four and a half, 46 and a half, it's been high. Um, it's been coming down. It's being bet under. And this feels like it's being played like it's going to turn out like the Eagles game did against the Seahawks. A low-scoring affair, very tight. More tickets overall on the Seahawks, though, but more big money is on the Packers minus four. So this is, this is, you can make an argument, this is the sharp square divide game of the week, and the Sharps like the favorite in this one. They did with us. They did with us, um, and we're kind of just waiting to see where that's going to go. I don't think it's going to reach five myself, but again, I've been wrong with that. It just feels like we're getting enough money at four and a half, and that's where uh, they continue to play it. So it's probably stuck there. It may actually come back down. We've got just over a minute left here with David Sharp, and from the CG technology. And I want you to get a chance to give whatever plugs and promos you want to give my friend before we talk 
national championship game, LSU against Clemson. So what's going on at the CG Sportsbooks this weekend? Big weekend, NFL playoffs Saturday and Sunday. Uh, they moved the times back, so it's going to be a big weekend, and it all leads up to the Monday game with LSU, and they're betting LSU like the game's over, Teddy. <laughs> uh, I've heard ticket counts of 8-1 to one on LSU against Clemson. We're out of time, but are you seeing ridiculous LSU uh, support in this game? All LSU, big bets, little bets, it's all LSU. We need Clemson. They need Clemson bad. Thanks so much, Dave Sharpen from CG Technology. Good info every week here on a Friday. Great segment. We'll be right back. Wager. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and everybody. It's spring and with the weather changing and so many great things coming up like Mother's Day and the wind down tour, I definitely need a fresh spring wardrobe for every occasion. This spring, I'm looking for that perfect flowy spring dress for Mother's Day as well as replacing my everyday basics. That's what I love about JCPenney. They have so many stylish and comfortable options that I always find just what I'm looking for there. Spring is a feel good season and comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. The fashion at JCPenney is the same way. Refresh your wardrobe this spring with styles that gets you something to wear that fits your favorite moments of the season at prices that feel just as good. Discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first, like Worthington and Liz Claiborne for her, each in women's petite and plus sizes, and Stafford and Mutual Weave for him, style and comfort for all, even big and tall, plus even more for the whole family like Levi's and Exertion. Here, spring comes in all shapes, sizes, and colors. JCPenney, make everybody count. here in the home stretch of wager talk on a football friday we got just a few minutes to go left this week and remember there's a grand total of what eight meaningful games remaining in this football season i know the pro bowl is not meaningful uh and i'm not counting uh, i don't even know if there's any fcs still going four games this weekend one game on monday 
two games next weekend, and then the Super Bowl. There's not a lot of football left. <laughs> so let's enjoy these football Fridays and enjoy what may be our last pros versus Joes on a Friday before the end of football season. And when it comes to pros versus Joes this week, there's really only one choice in the NFL. We've heard from three different uh, odds makers here in Las Vegas throughout the course of the week. And the only game we're hearing anything about pros and the Joes and one side versus the other is the Seahawks-Packers game. And it's pretty clear the public has fallen in love with Seattle. No surprise. Seahawks have been pretty darn good uh, on the road. And they won last week on the road, et cetera, et cetera. And Green Bay, for their 13-3 and record, they haven't been a dominant point spread team. So we're definitely seeing a sharp square divide when it comes to Seattle and Green Bay. The Joes like the Seahawks, the pros like the Packers. And on Monday, we're definitely seeing a Joe side. The pros haven't loaded up on Clemson, but the Joes, as we've heard repeatedly, are loading up on LSU. So two popular recreational betting sides this weekend, Seahawks and LSU, one popular side from the wise guys, that being the Green Bay Packers. And Ralph, you've got more TNA. We're not done yet. What do you got for us? In this round in the playoffs where the home team has had the bye and the visitor has played over the last 12 years or 13 years, home favorites of up to six and a half have gone six, four, and two against the spread. How about this, Teddy? Home favorites of seven to nine points have gone two and 11. Home favorites of nine and a half or more have gone five and 0 ATS. So you want the really good teams, not the pretty good teams as home chalks this weekend. That's been the prevailing trend. And that's going to wrap it up for this week. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy day to hang out with Ralph and I here on Wager Talk. Stay tuned for At the Window with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia coming up right now here on the Sports Grid TV. Enjoy the game. Good luck.